Record. <laughs> Welcome to the talk show. We need to restart it. <laughs> Johnny. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> 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 All right. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Oh, that's the first Sorry. One. Oh, man. No, it's not. That's a good. That was my first false that start. Gives us. I blame Drew. A better, more realistic level. Good call. I'll bring it down a bit more. Okay. Just sorry. Just restart it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that's all substance and no filler. Welcome to AU Radio. Filling in for Corey is Travis. Hi. <laughs> what? Star of Stage Screen and Comic Corner, it's George. Welcome to the podcast. Playing the part of Ian tonight is Ian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course, we have Miss Emily in the hot seat. Hello. And starring as herself, it is you. It me. It's you. And playing the part <laughs> of Travis, who's usually filling in for Greg, who's filling in for somebody else, we have Jason. Yo. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> and How of course, doing? there's me. I'm here. I'm your plucky sidekick, Donnie. And welcome to episode 47, Villainy. You, you doing okay there, Donnie? I'm having problems today. <laughs> <laughs> it's because your other half is missing. That's exactly what it is. We miss you, Corey. Miss no you. I'm sorry, Corey. Yeah, hey, Katie. <laughs> I asked for it intentionally, and I warned everybody ahead of time. You just blindsided the man. I didn't mean to. I forgot. I, I spoiled Infinity War for Corey on accident. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I feel really bad in like the worst way possible, too. So you, like, got out puppets and... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would have been the best way possible. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so we're doing villainy for the topic this week. We what, are. Uh, where are we focusing our attention on the villainy? So uh, favorite villains, uh, what type of villains you like, are the villains that you love to hate. Um, mm. I know for me, two of my favorite comics are villain-based comics, uh, Suicide Squad and Thunderbolts. Anytime you get to see the villains kind of do a redeem themselves type of thing, I'm down for that usually. Now, here's my question for mm -hmm. you right off the bat. Okay. If the villains redeem themselves, are they still villains? <gasps> well, we've had so many that, that walk the line, let's say, and then we have the ones that do good things for bad reasons. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. And is that still a villain? Well, yeah. Well, so for me, my two favorite villains are ones that they're doing what I see as a good thing. Or they're doing a bad thing, but they're doing it for the right reasons. You've got Magneto, mm -hmm. who I think honestly was right. Well, yep. considering his background... Yep. Yeah, it's understandable. And then the movie <laughs> version of Thanos, I believe, was doing everything for the right reasons. Uh oh, uh oh. There's right reasons for genocide. Is, is that why yes. he's the wrong color? I, I don't. I um, uh, Whoa, Travis. Whoa, uh, <laughs> Donnie, we need to have a talk. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Can we all agree? I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's okay. Continue. Can we all agree? That the human race as a whole 
aren't doing the best things for this planet. Yes. Yes. Can we agree that if humans weren't on this planet, it would probably be in a little bit better shape? But we wouldn't know about it. (laughs) Would it matter then? Would it? Well, would it? Oh, well, humanist Emily over here has an opinion. And see, Thanos just took that to a much higher level. In the movies. He wants infinite power, and instead of just making no, more resources, he, he decides want, to just, you know, murder half the planet. He wants to balance the universe because balanced. there's That's no murder. resources. This is why Ben Kenobi is the ultimate villain in Star Wars. Oh my god, what? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, okay. Only a I'm excited deals for in this. absolutes. <laughs> and that is an, that's an absolute statement, isn't it? You're right, actually. That's yeah. yeah. I yeah. never thought about that. Well, really? no, given his background. <laughs> uh, Alec Guinness is kind of a, you know. Poor veteran actor. Poor Obi-Wan. I understand what you're saying, though, entirely. Um, unfortunately for us as humans on this planet, as far as what we know, and we can get into this later, Katie, with Conspiracy Corner, <gasps> we don't know about any life anywhere else. We only know about the life here. Correct. And we don't have anywhere else to go. I tend to agree with you that the planet would probably be better off without our influence, considering we kind of mistreat the resources that we have as opposed to that cultivating we're, That we're currently given, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, However, I don't know that I agree with the idea of Thanos where I could go to another location where I am not a native and exploit that resource. Or but he wasn't exploiting that resource. He was basically taking all life, 50% of it, wipe it out. That way the resources available would be abundant for what was left over, whoever was left. And he wasn't choosing, picking and choosing. He just 50% gone. And which, honestly, which in the way that they were doing it in the movie, see, it was much more exactly because my I, my before wife before he got the Infinity Stones, he was just gunning people down, right? <laughs> and it was funny because my wife asked; she wasn't familiar with Thanos, and I said the movie uh, version. We're, we're spoiling. Spoil, the movie, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, well, we're spoiling done. Infinity we're, War. No, we are. We are. We are super <laughs> going to spoil Infinity War because I have a lot of thoughts yeah. and opinions. And, yes, and, so. yes, but if, <laughs> if if you don't want Infinity War spoilers, by the way, this might not be the episode to listen to because we are going to get in depth about that. That movie about five later. minutes ago. Watch it, well, and then, yeah. watch it, and then but come no, back in and the comic. <laughs> so in the comic, I, I explained to my wife. He basically was doing everything for a girl, which yeah. is the silliest reason to go out and commit genocide. Oh, to wait, it was woman. death, right? There yeah. are it was not death. better ways or and better Deadpool reasons to commit death. genocide. <laughs> Deadpool wins. Sorry. <laughs> That just excites Have me. you read Deadpool versus Thanos? It's amazing. No, I haven't, but oh, I've, I've read so a lot of the good. issues okay. with Deadpool court stuff. I did see mm-hmm. a con- I did see a little like strip thing where somebody did a moral dilemma, and it was like you have six children and you only have three chairs for them to sit in. What do you do? And it's an image of Tony Stark saying, you build three more chairs. And then Thanos just says, kill three children. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the entire movie. Now, see, my first thought was musical chairs. And then you kill the children. <laughs> you kill oh. the children. <laughs> it's the Hunger Games I'd be like, musical chairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd be like, ew, there's children, and then I'd leave. <laughs> Without a chair. <laughs> yep, With all the chairs. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like, oh, chairs. <laughs> oh, God. That's when you just get oh, poles out and say, figure it out, kids. <laughs> oh, oh, I stepped on them. Yeah. Like and then for me, the only other villains that ever made sense are the complete chaos villains. Any villain that is wanting world domination or robbing banks, they're silly for me. But you got somebody like the Joker who just wants to see the world burn. I am down with that. And I, I know I, it's... Well, that's the... It's, um, 
it's the sorry, can't talk today. See? Um, it's the theory from. It. S- it's cool. It's just a podcast. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We're not recording this or anything. <laughs> um, no, it's no, the no. theory from Scream is sometimes, arguably, they're scarier when they don't have a motive. Yeah. yeah. D- depending on who's writing it and depending on the storyline, it's almost scary when they don't have a motive. And I feel like that's why people latch on to villains like the Joker so much. They do. He does horrible, terrifying things mm-hmm. because they're funny. And well, I, sorry, Donnie. Go ahead. When you think about most of the comic book movies that came out pre-Marvel Universe, you have to have a compelling villain for the superhero to fight. Otherwise, the movie falls flat. You got movies like Daredevil, um, Elektra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You start thinking about a lot of these villains that they come across very one-dimensional, and it doesn't sell the superhero. You need a supervillain to actually sell the story. The superhero does his thing best when you have a supervillain worth fighting. And I think Hence a lot the of movies... Star Wars is so successful. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. Plus but, the- Fancy costumes that the Sith has. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the robes. Dude. Yeah, but they're in black, so it's better. Yeah. Right. Jedi robes are gross. They're just bathrobes. <laughs> <laughs> they're just don't like, don't look at me for positive Star Wars opinions. They're just like old man bathrobes. It is. I feel like that's a uh, huge reason, at least for me, why people latch on to Batman so hard. Bathrobes. Oh, on the money. Beautiful. Not bathrobes, but most of the reason why I feel like people latch on to Batman so hard is the villains. They're the coolest villains that you can have. Not only that, but there's so much personification there. Yeah, Calendar Man's pretty cool. So that's Uh, the thing, though. The new Calendar Man is amazing. The writers for Batman have thrown so many villains up against the wall to see what sticks. Don't worry about it. It's just my phone. Okay, no Fine, I bought a box. But he, there, are, for every one great Batman villain, there is a half a dozen that yeah. were just embarrassing. But the good ones are so great because they almost like personify different things. Like with the Joker, it's either personifying evil or fear. With this, with or uh, evil or chaos. With the Scarecrow, it's fear. With Poison Ivy, it's Mother Nature. With uh, Mister Freeze, it's grief. Like all of this, yeah. and people identify with that so hard. I feel like there's so much like uh, Batman villain merch more than any other villain merch there out there because people identify it with it. So and much. I think with a lot of his villains, the, the the sadder their backstory, the better they sell as a villain. They're more sympathetic as yeah. a villain, unless yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's playing them. Well, Arnold, uh, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mister Freeze. Okay, not. Oh, I like Mister Freeze too. Yeah, Just okay. not the Batman and Robin yeah. version. You didn't like the ice to meet you. The, the puns in, in that the, movie. He I'm enjoying How do you guys enjoy dad jokes and not ever. like Mr. Exactly. Fancy? How are you not having fun watching that movie? Serious. How about you, Travis? What are your favorite <laughs> villains? Well, growing up, uh, there's one that's uh, actually getting a reboot right now. Venom. Uh, I was always a fan of Venom. Because I, I used to actually... Uh, care about Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so with, I, I didn't get to read the, the issue this week. Uh, who is Venom? Uh, it's Eddie Brock. It's, it's Eddie back Brock to Eddie Brock? Brock? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to Are they had all that set up there for the last couple of months where he get, gets back. And yep. yep. I feel like I've seen that specific cover artwork like 80 times in Venom. You're probably not too far off. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, can I see? So, are they actually relaunching the character entirely? Yes. Oh yeah, well, Ian's totally right. It's uh, it, it, they're still they're picking up the timeline from where he was in the universe and going on. And, and well, like, didn't he die? Yeah, at he one had point? cancer at one point because he lost. Well, he the become symbiote. he become anti venom. Right, 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 right. The the white looking one. Right, mm-hmm. and then when that got pulled from him, I thought he died at some point. Who has? Be honest, I don't know. Uh, well, that's <laughs> right? that was the thing though. Is during that time the the venom symbiote it basically jumped ship like five times. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Flash Thompson? Flash Thompson. Uh, uh, not chameleon, but uh, yeah, uh, fickle ooze. The oh, guy Ma- with Matt the scorpion. Yeah, Matt Gargan. Oh, yeah, he's he was the worst. he was yeah, venom he was. for a bit. He I was think, on the Thunderbolt. I think my team, next think. door neighbor was venom for about a week. And <laughs> <laughs> we are venom. That's I'm just Darren. Dropping off the mail. Darren. <laughs> That's Darren. He has a lawnmower company. <laughs> he did venom for a bit, but yeah, you know we yeah, had a kid. He got over so. it. Oh he did venom for a bit. <laughs> he did venom for a bit. He had a kid, so he had to like put it on the back. Yeah, that's, like a of, that's a lot Elvis. of muscle. <laughs> It'll be interesting though if there if the rumors are true and uh, Woody Harrelson ends up playing Carnage in that movie. No, uh, what? No. It'll be interesting no. if they do it. What? What about Woody Allen? <laughs> like last time, we should probably never talk or have Woody Allen do anything ever, ever again. <laughs> that be go sit in a box somewhere, dude. <laughs> How about you, George? Who's your your villain go to? <laughs> so I. I mean, you know, you, you had to go to Travis before you went to me. Wow. As a as a kid, Spider-Man was my favorite, absolute favorite. I had a Spider-Man shirt and Spider-Man shoes and stuff, but then Venom being his main bad guy. Did he, you have... This is this he's my childhood and I would I would even argue he hasn't had the most high quality comics forever. This one was actually yeah. really good, but uh I don't know. I they've been way doing back in the day though. They were So, I, I honestly ahead, yeah. I think during like Symbiote Wars when there's like there were what 12 of them. I oh, think it yeah. watered down the property and that's when it started getting silly was when he wasn't the main <laughs> villain anymore. Sorry. What? Spider-Man's always been silly. Well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So the the stuff, I mean, silly comic? I know. What? Sorry. Well, no, there was ahead, Okay, yeah. during the Spidey black suit era, mm-hmm. that was some of the best Spidey comics out. Yeah. You think about it. And then when 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 he became Venom, that was a, it still gets retold every time there's a new Spider-Man cartoon. Right. The Venom story gets yep. retold yep. every single time because it is yeah. such a good story. Mm-hmm. It, I, I always cherished catching the episodes that Venom was in of the of the cartoon show because yeah. it I was just always like the coolest thing. I, I was had, like, oh, it's a Venom episode. Yeah, I had the original Venom action figure <laughs> that had the voice box on it saying, I'm going to eat your brain. Yeah, I still have that. I, I would kill to have that voice box again. We, we'd actually went around Target and was like putting them into Barbie doll boxes for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so boss. That's oh, awesome. That's so good. <laughs> it, mm, what? There's something about the scene where Eddie Brock becomes Venom with the church bells and the chiming and he's going to repent and, you know, he's lost his life essentially and just kind of giving up on everything and then this black ooze drips down on him. Mm-hmm. That was maybe one of the few things that Spider-Man 3 got yeah. fairly right. Uh, not that Topher Grace could pull it off necessarily. Yeah. No. <laughs> but there is something definitely about Venom's story that rings true. With um, a different actor, you think it would have just been like... And a different director. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a, a different, different cast. And writer. a different writer. <laughs> yeah. Probably a different script. Well, yeah. you know. didn't Sam Raimi say that wasn't the movie he wanted to make in the studio? Basically, those were that was the movie the studio wanted and mm-hmm. he had to do it? Yeah, that sounds about right. This yeah. is the same movie where Sandman turns into a giant monster at the very end? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I'll never think of Spider Man Three again. Yeah, Why do I? I own that movie. Like I was looking at my bookshelf <laughs> the other day, or my DVD shelf the other day, and I was going through, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember what I have because I've gone through a number of purges of my collection over the years, and it's mm-hmm. been like, I used to have like over a thousand DVDs, and then it was down to like I have ten, and then it was oh I have five hundred. Now I've got ten, and then now I'm looking at my you know DVD shelf because I'm getting ready to move again, and Spider Man Three is. I'm sitting there. It's just I, following you. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. Like, I feel like you're, 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 you're a completionist. You can't have one and two and have, not have three. I don't have one and two. Oh, <laughs> oh God. That's what doesn't make sense. Like, oh, then I, I, I have no sympathy for you then. I, I feel like this was like a, a like a 3 a.m. drunk Walmart purchase where I was just like wandering around like, oh. Spider-Man. Five bucks. That's a good yeah. deal. <laughs> There's two discs in this box. That's an extra value. Not that I'll ever watch either of them. <laughs> you like you like threw it away. It ends up on your doorstep the next day. It's <laughs> a director commentary. Just Sam Raimi going, "I hate this crap." You <laughs> idiots paid me for this. I made this so is a much scene money. where they sing and dance. I was drunk the entire time we filmed <laughs> I, this part. I was sick that day. I let Ted direct this one. <laughs> oh, Ted. So how about you, Ian? Who's your 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 villain? My villain of choice. Yep. Uh, myself. Um, too really? Yeah. Well, no. I, well, realistically, your own—you are your own worst enemy for the most part. I believe, at least in my case. So I've always, I've always viewed it as you may be the hero in your own story, but most likely you're going to be the villain in somebody else's story. That's that's the way one. I've always looked at myself. Isn't that kind of true for most villains in comics, though? And they, heroes they think that they're the heroes. Mm. Some, like I said, the ones that are out robbing the banks and are going for world domination, a lot of them, they just want to be jerks. Kind of like Sabretooth. (laughs) Shut up, Travis. (laughs) See, I was going to go with Punisher. I know, just because I I wanted that. I will fight all of you. I will burn this place to the ground. Actually, you know, realistically, to answer your question, my favorite villain is Deadpool. Because initially... Deadpool was a villain. Yeah. And they've lightened him up to the point where I, I enjoy the character more now. Well, and right now, we're we're in an era right now where so many people are actually glomming onto the villains as yeah. the anti-hero. <sighs> and it's, it's, it's become a thing to the point Except where... They're, they're glomming onto villains that aren't acting like villains anymore. Right. Yeah. But that we'll get to that in Comics Corner in just a little bit. Hey! <laughs> hey. I have to change my answer. Okay. It's Black Manta. Ooh. Okay. No, Explain. No, no. Yeah, this uh, is. It, this all stems from the Aquaman comic, or not comic, uh, the old Aquaman cartoon series with the announcer that was just incredible, where he would come on and be like, Aqualad and his faithful <laughs> side, or Aquaman and Black Manta. And he'd just do that constantly through the entire narration of the show. Can we please get that on the soundboard? I need it so bad. <laughs> please. Now, I, I, I used to, as a very, very small child, I wanted to be an underwater archaeologist was like the first thing I remember being like four years old and people were like, what do you want to do when you grow up, little boy? And I'm like, I want to be an underwater archaeologist. So Black Man was always super cool because it was like, I wasn't super into Aquaman, but I liked Aqualad. Aqualad. And uh, Black Man, it just has this cool style. So I'm so actually... So you like the early Hanna-Barbera cartoon mm-hmm. with they had the little seahorse... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It looked like it, the, they were riding those little like dime store yeah. novelty things out front. <laughs> Yeah, those are fantastic. Oh so I, I'm actually looking forward with, to the uh, the Jason Momoa movie to see how they portray Black Mana. Did you watch any of uh, Young Justice, the, the cartoon? No, sir. That's got some of the black, best Black Manta 
cartoon mm-hmm. that's out there. It, it really got it yeah. really gets into his relationship with his son and a lot of his motivations. Because they they have it, is it Aqualad or it, yeah yeah the, the, like the leader uh, of the team right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, he was the leader of the team for was the first he? season. Oh, okay. And then he went under. You know, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but <laughs> yeah, basically, it a lot of it revolves around Aqualad and Black Manta for like season two. So. Nice. So That's we're cool. totally cool with spoiling Infinity War, but. Well, no, no, I just didn't want to go into the whole thing. Because you haven't a, seen it. No, there's oh. a lot of storyline <laughs> about how he becomes, mm-hmm. who he becomes, okay. and yeah, traitors. Go watch Young Justice if you haven't. Yes. It's really good. If you good. haven't seen it, and honestly, it's got some of the best animation for the last few years. That's true. The parts that I watched at that show, I did, I did really like, and it was well Yeah, made. I love the art style of it. It was, it was, I was kind of sad when I found out that it's not going to be, season three won't hit Netflix. So they did, um, I feel like, uh, preemptive comic corner, I feel like they did a, a finale to that series in the comics that they mm-hmm. were publishing. Like, they actually did a final yeah. story to wrap up the but series. But those, I don't, well, you can probably tell me, aren't those comics really hard to get your hands on probably. these days? Yeah. Probably, Like, yeah. most of the Young Justice comics, because I have looked, and if you have lots of money, you can have some. <laughs> but if you're me, and you don't, then too bad. <laughs> did you check our back issue bins? No. You should do that. Oh, should I? Yeah. Those are dangerous, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then I, then I end up buying like stupid stuff I'm never going to read again. But I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> All right, whatever. So what Miss Emily? Uh, what's your, your favorite villains? My villains that I, am the, that I find the most scary are the ones that can't be reasoned with. So they're more of things. Because like, for me, there's nothing scarier than like a Terminator. Because there's no, like it is going to kill you until you kill it. And there's yeah. not any, or like zombies. Like zombies are the only monsters that terrify me because you just, it's just force. Like that yeah. is a giant problem. If Terminators are going to come kill you and they're just going to keep coming to kill you no matter what, like you just have to figure out that problem. There's no way of living like, oh no, but I'm like, I'm a really good person. You can't Definitely. reason with the Terminator. No. <laughs> you can try to catch one. Well, <laughs> yeah, reprogram it. Exactly. I know. No, dude. <laughs> Sarah Connor Chronicles was so good. <laughs> why, why are you looking at me, George? No reason. I could have watched that series for years and years and years, and I am so sad that it ended because it was such an amazing gift to the Terminator franchise. But Anything is better than Terminator 3. Yes, correct. Aren't or whatever the one that was that also had Christian Bale in it. Aren't they starting filming hey. a new one here th- this month, I do believe? Are they? No. Uh-huh. I don't know. But yeah, I really, Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, were, it, that show was incredible. It was one of the ones that bit the dust during the writer strike. Yeah. And it was super great. I once had a guy all but break up with me because he w- we were talking about books and st- and movies mm-hmm. and stuff and I told him my two favorite love stories of all time were Bram Stoker's Dracula and Terminator. Those are good picks. I'm I with agree. you. I memorized every line, every curve. I love you, Sarah. I always have nerd gets me every time. So, <laughs> so how did you feel when his pickup line was come with me if you want to live? Shut up, Ian. <laughs> don't ruin this for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just like, especially like like zombie apocalypse is definitely worst case scenario. Like, what do you do? And, yeah. and I say this all, and I'm also going to you state right down. now, I do not like The Walking Dead. Agreed. Okay. This show. That's all right. The comics, I'm not super familiar with. So I'm that, still angry it. about that, because I had the entire first year of that comic, and I sold it for a goddamn Deadpool oh, statue. No. Oh, no. Ian, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's not, I guess, true villainy. That's just evil <laughs> yeah. coming Thanks, for you. Yeah. And so that to me is scarier than like any one person. Because at, 
for some reason, like, even if they're still going to, like, like with Thanos, like, they're still definitely going to end you. Yeah. Like, at least it's, that's something that I can comprehend and I can understand and see where he's yeah. coming from. And if he's, like, a f***ing genocidal maniac, sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, that at least makes some sense to me. So it's not as terrifying as just waves of undead coming at you. Right. Because right. it's like, well, <laughs> I hope I... Hope I don't run out of bullets. Here we go. <laughs> and there's no end in sight. Like, cause then your life is over. That's your whole life. Yeah. Do you like that is so depressing to try and live in that world. If robots and or zombies are just going to come and keep murdering you. Like, wow, I'm only way to bring the room down. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like no, there's a way that though. this situation could work out. Mm-hmm. You just have to somehow last long enough until the zombies and the Terminators are at the same time. <laughs> there you um, go. Ooh, and then you just like hide in a bush out. until they do get out. Like, go. <laughs> might have zombie Terminators to deal with then. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. What's well, uh, basically robots? Like, like the Borg? Yeah, you're yeah. Yeah. That's, they, yeah, yeah, that's basically the Borg. <laughs> We're just Pretty screwed. Much, yeah. It's just over now. It's just done. <laughs> so, how about you, Katie? Who's your villain du jour? Um, the one that I always had a really twisted fascination with was uh, how, like I said, Scarecrow mm-hmm. because he really came at it from like a sociopathic standpoint. There was no like reasoning oh, I'm justifying this uh, in a certain way. It's curiosity of and there's there's like an air of vengeance in there but like he's right. like, I just want to see what you do in response to what you're afraid of and then it's just it's like I said, the personification of fear thing, being a huge horror fan of just that whole, like, your own personal version of hell of, like, what is your worst case scenario where you just break? That always was, I was like, oh, dude, what would this person's idea? It's because scientists are evil. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> See, Scarecrow is, he, he's, and I agree with you, Katie, because yeah. he's missing the crucial part that makes it, he would be, and I you're right, Emily. Scientists are exactly that. <laughs> I with love the exception that. They're all about coulda, not about shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Altruistic scientists. Well. I love it. Yes. Altruistic scientists are entirely in the, their thought process, I, from my perspective, is we're going to push you to this limit of breaking to figure out how to help you get past it and overcome it. Whereas right. Crane doesn't have the second part. It's yeah. just, I want to see how to break you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm done. It's putting two rabid rats in a cage and see what happens. And that's terrifying mm-hmm. to me. Just to, there's there's well, nothing. It's, it's, it's the whole thing of like being afraid of a serial killer because there's nothing there. Well, it's kind of like uh, 31. Yeah. Or, or yeah. The, the Devil's Rejects or House of Thousand Corpses where you, this is just what they do. Or just, you know, everything that was happening in World War II. Because that actually happened. Genocide is bad, Donnie. Genocide is bad, Donnie. <laughs> also, trying to see how much pressure people can take till they pop is also not cool. I mean... Also can, still happened. Can we talk it's about what the United States government did during Vietnam? <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah. guys. All this, that? this is a heavy topic. I'm just saying, because I'm with you, because I think stuff like that is scary. It's a whole right. new set of villains. things like that have happened. Welcome to AU Radio. Well, no, that's yeah. the thing. Is that's, it's a, it's like, Scarecrow is a person you can imagine. It's giving a serial killer mm-hmm. superpowers. Yeah. That's what scares me about Scarecrow because he's just like, I just want to sit here and watch you squirm. Mm-hmm. That's what freaks me out about him so much. And that's what's oddly fascinating. Have you seen The Cell? Oh, God. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez? Yes. 
Yes, that's one of my favorites. And Vincent D'Onofrio as the... Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy is such a chameleon. Have you not seen that movie? I haven't, no. It's a good movie. Brace yourself. Okay. It's worth it's worth watching. I it's get, a the whole table trip. said so. I guess I'll have to. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's worth Don't it. watch I, it, George. You'll have nightmares. I haven't. <laughs> watch it and then but watch But at least his, I'll be dreaming. And then watch his next <laughs> movie called The Fall, which is beautiful and heartbreaking. Okay. I didn't like the horse scene. In, I was going to say, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. in uh, Return of the Living Dead with the split dogs, but writ large. If you like animals, don't watch so. Yeah. Or intestines. Hey, Jason, how about you? <laughs> anyway. This guy got really dark really fast. Sorry, Katie took it to a weird place. <laughs> uh, question, am I limited to comic books? No. 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 Okay. Then I, I'm going to... Gee, I guess I'll have to turn this place into a parking lot. <laughs> from UHF. Ooh. <laughs> totally no, 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 no. What? No, that's awesome. <laughs> He's just such an archetypical villain, and I, I love, like, I don't know, I love everything about him. He He's just a total <laughs> hole. Front <laughs> to back. That's the, I, I, forgive me here. I'm going to have to revoke my nerd card. That's the Weird Al movie, right? Correct. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you love fish. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Ooh, kinda... Red Snapper, very <laughs> tasty. Is he kind of like Max von Sydow in um, Strange Brew? That same sort of. Oh man, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Aha. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then totally. So, it, it, <laughs> well, I don't know. I just love when he fires Stanley Spadowski. He's sitting on the file that he's looking for, and then he's like, "It's nowhere in the office." Clearly, it had to have gone somewhere, and the only person that's been in here was you when you were cleaning up last night. And he just like accuses him of being incompetent and fires him. So he has just an absolute grudge for some reason. Just he just is uh, he has no regard for anyone. Mm. That's all a good business. Villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, businessman, Lord Business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. A, I'm mad. I didn't think of him. Yeah, but he's also he's 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 Darth Vader. <laughs> he's Doctor Evil. See- Meets okay. a sentinel. <laughs> hey, since we've gone around the table here, speaking of Dr. Evil, I have a little news. Oh, Austin Powers 4, apparently, and they waited a little long for this, let's be realistic. Just, just a bit. Considering we've lost half of the equation here. Yeah, I know, I'm sad about it too. But uh, Mike Myers came out, uh, I think today, actually. So opens the door, though. Maybe there's going to be a mega me in the next one. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Hire a giant, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is that Lacroix coming out your noise? Well done, Jason. You're broker. It's the great Collie. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, fantastic. Mike Myers has, has come out and said that he's going to try and make Austin Powers oh. 4, Dr. Evil 1 happen. Which... <laughs> I'm sad because we've lost Vern Troyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Maybe it's like an origin story, like before Mini Me or something. Well, and keep in mind, Goldmember ended with. Um, <laughs> yeah, with Scott Evil. Yeah, exactly. Being the. Being the brain, yeah. yeah. So I, we never got a follow up <laughs> on that. So I could see a father son duo sort of thing happening. I can't mm. believe that, like, what, 10 years later, they're finally like, oh, yeah, now's the right time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> maybe Vern Troyer was the, like, the, the roadblock. Just, I hate to say that. R.I.P. Oh, they were trying to put it together, and he was just Kiss blocking the project. No. Arms oh. crossed. He was like, you guys, this is done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
You're all awful and should be ashamed no. of yourselves. Well, oh. going toward the comedic villains, though. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to say earlier, uh, Leonardo Leonardo from, oh, yes. from the animated Clerks series is yeah. <laughs> Later Clerks. <laughs> well I love him. So you know a, a good place to find a lot of the villains around here <gasps> is in Comics Corner. <gasps> oh, is it? <laughs> Really? It, it just might be. There were a lot of villain-based comics out this week. Uh, a lot of really fun ones. Uh, Donnie, you want to start us off? Sure. So, finally, taking us down what I thought was one of the best arcs, Batman White Knight number eight came out this week. From issue one to issue eight, there wasn't one issue that I felt was lagging. I felt... It ended amazingly strong. I was, I actually finished the last page and was like, oh. Were you a little weepy? It was, I, I was. wasn't weepy. I was more like, that's it. I need more because <laughs> as much as we bag on DC, this storyline, if you didn't pick it up in single issues, pick up the graphic novel when it comes out. It is going to be gorgeous. It's, it's amazing. So this one, it's my pick for the year. I mean, honestly. Mm. Wow. I know we had such high hopes for metal, and it, that ended up being mixed in the end. Mixed is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> but this, Batman White Knight, if you haven't picked it up yet, pick up the graphic novel. It was. It's the I best Joker it. story in years. And, it was, and best Harley story. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, Definitely. it was a great Batman I kinda story. I kind of had to like, like slap myself. I was like, how was I not picking up on some of the things that you find out sooner? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Like, there are so many RQs, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> and then also, I brought <gasps> the art book for Ready Player One, which looks gorgeous. Amazing. So stunning. So <laughs> that's available downstairs. I've been surely going to pick up a copy when, we're, when we get downstairs. <laughs> Not in your life. Uh, anyways, moving right along. <laughs> uh, so we got that Venom that, that we were talking about earlier. It was, uh, they're, they're kind of starting to play around with the. Uh, with the symbiote as a like as an entity that existed long before, uh, you know, is Spider that Man a limited back. series or is that an ongoing? Uh, it's the start of an ongoing series. As nice. much as you can trust Marvel to keep an ongoing well, series going these right. days. All right, so two weeks. You know, they have the legacy number here, so they're actually they're they're trying to say that it is. Oh, you know, the it's, legacy numbering that lasted right. so long, and it's not confusing at all. The new nope, comic book not at all. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, I, I liked it, just for the record. I'm not just trying to bag on this <laughs> we comic. We love you, Marvel. Your numbering system is ridiculous. Well, and so Donnie Cates is a is an up-and-coming writer for Marvel. He's been doing a lot of stuff for himself, but he's he's got a lot of promise. He's been writing a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, anyways, uh, another person that writes a lot of really cool stuff, Brian K. Vaughn, has a barrier... Uh, number one and two are out this week because the first issue was officially released as a free comic book day issue first. Mm, okay. We, we cool. still have copies. If you want it, we will give you one. It's downstairs. You no, can't have I this one. Know, <laughs> so anyways, the number, the they printed them and you can actually, you can buy the first issue in it. The card stock on the uh, comic itself is actually a lot higher quality. But anyways, uh, really, really interesting comic. It seems like it's going to be... Uh, What's the premise? Uh, you know... <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything. I, I haven't read the second one, and I'll admit the first issue is ha half of it's in Spanish. Oh, okay. It's a it's a Spanish half half Spanish language comic. So if that's, that's cool. a if that's a barrier well, for you, go they, ahead. Aren't they kind of doing uh, 
like a language barrier, and they're kind of hey, hey, gradually hey, getting probably. But look, yeah, it's called barrier. I didn't even <laughs> think about oh. that. Anyway, all right, sorry. <laughs> that interests me more, honestly. That's cool. Yeah, so that's awesome. And you can kind of imply what's going on on the other half of the comic, but then mm-hmm. you know you see there's a lot of immigration stuff going on in it, so there'll uh. be some kind of you okay, know I'm political there. thing. There. So yeah, what? Yeah, just for flip. Brian K. Vaughn. Right. Yeah, he gets gets uh, politically intriguing. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, moving right along. Uh, southern <laughs> beep. <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's I'm just, saying, okay, yeah. I'm say just saying for, for the villain episode to not be political, it has been a hard road, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, it's true. I know. <laughs> southern Bastards. Anyway. Yeah, this comic book, uh, ha- the, the main character <laughs> of the series arguably is the, the mob boss, which is effectively the, uh, the, the football coach in this county, Craw County. Wait, uh, say, say that yes. sentence again. <laughs> okay, so effectively this comic book is a, kind of about football, and the main character is kind of the football coach who is also the mob boss of this town in Craw County have you, in the South. Travis, oh, okay. have you read like, the first few issues of this? No, I, is, I it, is it like the those. inverse of like Friday Night Lights? No, it's it. Honestly, I I okay. quit reading it because it felt so Finley like. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, when, when he told me about it before, I was like, "Wow, that sounds." sounds it hit like, a little <laughs> too close to home, right? <laughs> that, the, the very first page of this comic book has a dog pooping in front of the "Welcome to Alabama" sign, yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> coming from a girl who lived and predominantly grew up in Alabama, who still has her jersey from her high school football team at home. Mm-hmm. Wolverines until the day I die. Oh my god, that's so close. This to like <laughs> it hits me so hard. I love it. I'm so happy that it's coming back. It is such a good comic, and I don't like football, but I love this comic book. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the one I don't remember the code that we gave this comic, but it's Isola number two with the Isola. wonderful Miyazaki style artwork and everything. Hey, look at that! Donnie brought one up too. Just beautiful. So good. And the story is definitely picking up with the is second it, issue. Make it better. Okay. It, well, yeah. I mean, it start. I mean, story starts to happen and intrigue, yeah. or whatever. You know, stuff happens. I love the artwork, but issue one, the, the storyline, I was, I was lost. I was like, okay, there's better. A, there's a prequel. You can find it online. It's on. No, it's they were publishing it in this creative team's previous comic book as like a like a teaser leading up to it. But oh, cool. on on Carl Kershaw's website, you can go and find. It's like eight or ten pages, and it sets oh, nice. the story up. So nice. that that might help. Maybe they'll put that in the trade. Hope I I am sure they will. Okay. They would be I, I don't know why they would. Buy individual <laughs> issues anyway, support comics. Yay. Yay. Uh Maestros, a uh, new issue of Maestros number 6 out this week which is bitter bittersweet. It's ending at the next issue. <laughs> if anybody was reading this, it'll be probably a big surprise to know that 7 is the last issue of this comic and I'm really sad cuz it's awesome. Um, there's some crazy, I mean, the dude's face is getting peeled off on the cover, so, you know, some crazy stuff happens, and... Let's, let's be fair, that, that's face blowing off. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine, don't worry he's about just, it. He's, he's literally just, like, blood and eyeballs, but he's okay. Throw some dirt looks on Looks perfectly it. healthy. Yeah, yeah, look <laughs> at that, <laughs> those, those teeth are nice and white. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. They have, they have look cream. how his skin stretches to reach out for the rest of the world like that. Right? <laughs> they have cream for that now. I just want to give now. the world a hug yeah. with so, my face very skin. Very open-minded. <laughs> this is the most wizardy comic book that has come out in I don't even know how long. It's one of the, it's one of the coolest, like, fantasy comics. It, not, not for kids. 
Oh yeah, no. No, but, the uh, face skin didn't give that away. No, probably <laughs> don't. Yeah, probably don't give that to your kid. That's From an artist's that. point of view, the attention to detail for and the interior art as well as the cover art is absolutely stunning. It's so beautiful. It is. Steve Scrosi is an amazing artist. Um, What's next? What's next? So uh, rattling a few off really quick so we can actually give the last one a, a little bit of a moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Immortal Men number two from Jim Lee and James Tinian. Um, Sp- the Spider King number four, which I, I'm not sure if this is a miniseries or not, but um, it's been this is the Vikings versus aliens kind of a mashup kind yeah, of thing. I, I don't remember how many issues they're giving it, but it is. A, it might be six. So we might be getting like, you know, into the end game here pretty close to. But um, uh, Oblivion Song number three from Mr. Kirkman. <laughs> and. Oh, can I jump in real quick before we do this one? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say, because I think I'm probably like one of two people who is still reading Red Hood and the Outlaws. Okay. But I would like to recommend that comic to pretty much everyone because they have been doing an amazing Flowers for Algernon story. Oh, you see? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So, yeah. Flowers for Bizarro? Yep. It hurts my heart. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. George. That's what it's called. That was on the cover. It's true. It's true. I did that play in high school and after I read the script, I'm like, why are you letting us do this? Yeah. So, because like the first like six, seven-ish issues of Red Hood and the Outlaws was just amazing, incredible, and like Scott Lobdell was like, I will now redeem myself. And the rest of the world was like, thank God. God. <laughs> That's I, so. I would. The reason not to not to. No, go ahead. I'm I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of that guy. So hearing no. that this has been a really good run makes me want to. Yeah, it. like he definitely deviated for a little bit. Like it's okay. been a little weird since I guess what. If you guys haven't been buying the, you can buy the first and second trades and you'll be fine. And then it's just we've been all over the place. Like, okay. And I don't know what's happening. We just have to be on every team, so it's a lot of like individual stories. Right. So, but then but, pick back up with. Yeah, but design. now we're now we're coming back together to the to the team, and it's just it's so heartbreaking, you guys. You never never cried over Bizarro before. <laughs> You're gonna cry. Did you a year, year ago? Would you have expected? Uh, yes, because because oh, okay. I'd already well, cried okay. once over Bizarro because oh, that's okay. stupid Scott Lobdell. So anyway. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have to say. Just go read it. It's so amazing. The one that we can all agree on this week. Nope. <laughs> Justice League, no justice. Nope. No so, good. <laughs> so like, okay, so we asked I asked before the podcast to explain. Let's explain to the readers why just and I and I want the readers to know that the reason that I am in full in on this comic is the same reasons they're about to describe. <laughs> How about you just list off everybody that's in this, Donnie? Yeah, in who's, the, in who's the current roster? The team. So, one page of this comic ruined the entire lineup. They gave me crap last week for the new Avengers number one for the lineup. No, you oh, I, did. I didn't. She did because it was terrible. <laughs> but a week later, <laughs> Justice League comes along with a lineup including in the Justice League, mind you, Starro. Lobo, okay, like Etragon, like Sinestro, oh, I like Sinestro. <laughs> Lex Luthor, and Deathstroke, all Justice League members. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like DC is like, is this, I think they're confused and think they're a Marvel book. <laughs> I'm not even, <laughs> sorry, Marvel. Starro, how do you? How does he squeeze his ass into tights? Uh, I don't so know. Is right? It, isn't Flash like on Team Wisdom or something? Like, what? That's I, my big He's piece. a speed freak. No. <laughs> Are they on some weird lottery thing and they have to s- just hemorrhage all of their money in a certain amount of time? What are you doing? No, you guys, it makes sense because the end of metal, which was so grounded in reality. Oh, you <laughs> Brainiac's not on the team? No, he's, he's leading the he's, team. He's, he's directing them. 
He's leading the entire team. <laughs> and, and, oh, and Clark is like, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Amanda Waller After is also everything that's helping. happened between we, uh, Brainiac and, and Superman, Superman's like, okay, let's well, go for it. He does punch him, to be fair. Yeah, and then, what, two pages later, he's like best pals with him? I need to read this. It's a mess. No. It's just a punch <laughs> no, on the no. shoulder. It's like, hey, buddy. I just I know that I, I, I can't like I can't do issue by issue team it's, I'm not gonna be, I have to like sit down and read a whole bunch because I just it's usually too much for me so okay if they're all on the Justice League mm-hmm. who what happened to the old Justice League so they're all still there well the, they just keep there's, adding there's, there's gonna be adding. like three of them there's now. three teams now Batman's leading one Wonder Woman's leading one Superman's leading one so do they're we have and the Flash is leading the other there's four right no, uh, league, Justice League Cyborg's league. leading one. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's yeah. four teams though. Yeah. Yeah. Cyborg's leading. I did read the one, the one baby elimination. issue. <laughs> and we're all we all have such a solid idea of what DC is doing right now. It's yes. great. Yeah. I feel like our ideas is as solid as DC's ideas. DC is transforming itself very quickly into a verb. <laughs> you just DC'd yourself. We did, but hey, <laughs> hey, it has a wraparound cover that has you know, almost it, nothing on the it, back. It, <laughs> it does look gorgeous. Is that a big green the art is great. The art is absolutely yeah, stunning. The art is great. The story, though, I, bonkers. It's, we're only one issue in. We'll see. Indeed. Oh, oh, and if you'd sure, like to pick up a copy of <laughs> No Justice, come on down to Adventures well, I mean, I feel like it's the same thing because, like, the complaints that you had about Avengers. Like, it's it's setting a lot of stuff up, so I'm just kind of like, okay, well, here, we're just establishing stuff for so that the comics make sense, I say with air quotes, because, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> comics do not need to make sense. No. I wish I could just, like, take everyone and explain this to so them. It, it, Thank you for they, telling the audience that you use air quotes. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear your fingers they put that group of, of villains <laughs> into their own team by themselves, like, Justice League Ultra Dark. Who's going to yeah. watch them? Well, this is not you even. You know, Batman's watching them already, but well, this yeah, doesn't but he's even doing a... that to everyone. <laughs> but Starro as a starring character. Just... Well, okay, uh, you you know that Darkseid is going to be on a Justice League team, right? No. no. <laughs> Does he get a backwards baseball cap? Or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty Gold sure. Chains. Please tell me they're going to make outfits. That's what Gold I want. Shirts. Yeah, it's going to be like the X Men outfits from the first yeah, X Men movie, like, oh, like just the black. Yeah, yeah there we go. It's going to be great. Pleather everywhere. But that's actually <laughs> happening. I didn't make that up. That's happening. That's cool. They look like they're wearing car seats. <laughs> they do. Uh, what are they doing? Uh. So in a little bit of... <laughs> Is this the wrap-up for Comics Corner? Yeah, I think that's the wrap-up. Yeah, I would like to say it, yeah. if you are if you are have the ability, the Eisner voting has opened oh, up. Yes, so yes. You can, you can vote for your top picks for Eisner's. Everything's been selected. You can go and vote. Is um, that open to the public? Yes, it's open to the public t- through June 15th. I did all my voting today. Okay, good. Is it the Harveys? Are the ones that are retailers? or there's? I know there's sure. one that you have to be a retailer to vote for, but... Well, I, do, I, I would not know, because okay. I do not... I'm already signed in for it. They let me do it, and okay, I don't cool. And I don't sell individual <laughs> issues, really, so okay, they, but cool. they let me hang out. So, yeah, vote for the Eisners. I know. I told Mitch Garrods that I loved him, and he was like, I love him, too. I'll remember you all when I'm famous. Yeah. yeah when he comes into power. One last, uh, one last little bit of wrap-ups from Comics Corner. We had a great turnout for Free Comic Book. Oh, we did. Man. It was, uh, line was down past, if you're familiar with the location, it was down past, was the Department of Licensing that's down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had an amazing number of people in costume. Oh, and God. It was tons of fun. Oh, cool. If you tons want to go see some of the cosplayers, go to our Instagram, au.radio, and give us a follow and a like. Ooh. That was called teamwork. Aw, yeah. Good job, Katie. 
<laughs> no gang signs, Travis. <laughs> I so that was like a sexual thing for a second. I was super confused. He was making an A with his fingers. Yeah. What, like bad aim like... or what? I'm sorry. I can't make those. This isn't after dark. I can't make those jokes. So in a bit of uh, board game news, Asmodee today uh, announced that they're up for sale, which doesn't mean a lot to most people, but they've been gobbling up properties for the last three years. They basically have bought up... I'd say probably 80% of the smaller board game publishers out there. And then today they announced they're putting themselves up for sale, which. That seems like a strange choice. Right? I, I don't know how I didn't hear about that today. Uh, it, I, I caught it about a half hour before I came okay. in here. It was on a comicbook.com site huh. that they're looking for buyers. Interesting. Which if, if you know anything about Asmodee, they have bought out Fantasy Flight, um, Mayfair, um, uh, basically anything that you enjoy board game wise, hmm. they have probably and purchased the company. I'd argue that it's Plaid Hat. Probably half of the board game industry. At least, well, I would say for the. So would that be a monopoly? No, no. Ah! no. So <laughs> basically, any of <laughs> any of the stuff that you see, like here at Adventures, they have probably purchased eighty so percent of the major licenses. It took me a second to figure that one. Um, it's okay, George. sorry. Go ahead. You know, Katan, so if you're a fan of the show and you have several million dollars. Yeah, actually, hey. put in a bid. I think yeah. honestly, I think they're pushing the billion mark right now yeah. with with Ooh. the IPs that they. So I don't know. Makes sense. They have so much of the industry. Yeah. It's it crazy. could be a roll of the dice. Uh, oh, hey. but it just it just seems odd that they have spent the, this long buying up this many properties yeah. just to go. Oh, we're for sale now. I think maybe they stretch themselves a little thin. Yeah, sounds like a Toys R Us sort of situation. Uh-huh. I have no idea. They, I mean, the board game industry is booming right it now. It is. So I'm curious yeah. as that's to why they're doing that. That's why I thought that they had the money to spare to be buying up. All these properties yeah. just to turn they, around and just sell like high guys. Last month they ended up buying uh, yet another one. Right. They ended up buying Mayfair. Yeah, they, maybe they're just not interested. No. They want to cash out. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah, we, we just, got it all now. We'll just let. Like these, I got it. I just want to go buy an island. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's interesting, right? So we'll well, see, I, that it, that could lead to some major stuff here in the next six months. So yeah. I saw. Uh, speaking of board games, um, there's a Savage Worlds of Flash Gordon board game that they're putting out, which mm-hmm. I haven't seen Flash Gordon recently, but I, I'm i not super into board games. Not that I have a problem with them. It's just I don't have any sure. friends. So. Sure you don't. Except for you guys, obviously. <laughs> but we don't hang out except for here. Actually, I thought you might uh, check uh, make sure that's legit. Did they get bought out? Well, no, no. The, the Flash Gordon licensing, mm. I thought, was up in limbo for who actually owned it legally. Well, I didn't And I know a lot, so. there's a lot of companies that will put out a board game and not have the licensing rights to it and it gets yanked. Well, that's okay. Maybe if this doesn't go well, they can just drop it back and turn it into Flesh Gordon. And then Craig T. Nelson can be there and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a deep cut. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that joke, send in your message to... ATV Underground. There you go. Podcast it. There you Podcast go. Okay. At underground. underground. At underground. <laughs> this is why it's Corey's job and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody see the new Predator trailer? Not yet. I, did. I haven't yet. Oh, my I, God. I, I'm, what do you think? I'm apprehensive, but I'm, I've, I've got hopes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. How much of that is you genuinely being apprehensive, but you having hopes, and how much of that is Donnie being a surly, salty old man and no. expecting everything to suck? I'm in, I'm in Donnie's court on this one. I'm, uh, oh, yeah? The way the teaser opens. It's... Exactly. Ooh. I'm. I, it's almost I, like Jumanji meets Predator. Uh huh. They're, mm. they're taking it a little lighter than they should. Ew! Mm. No, stop. Yeah. No, what are you doing? No, it's like it. Okay, you don't hear the drum beats, but kid gets box in mail. Oh, what's this? 
kid opens box. Ooh, it's a predator thing. It's a mask. It's a shoulder cannon or whatever. Kid plays with it like a spaceship. Predator ship activates, comes to Earth. Boo. That sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if that's just like their opening for the teaser, then yeah, it could be okay. Because the rest of the trailer actually seemed all right. Um, but yeah. they could also have nothing to do with the movie. They do that sometimes. That's, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. yeah, that's yeah. fair. They do that a lot recently, if you notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with the idea behind it. The other news I was excited for this week, and I, um, I yeehawed, which that never happens. Um, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Ah! 70 episodes. 70 episodes. 70. 100 years, guys. 100 Morty, years. 100 years. Yes. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. You don't know how many times I've fallen asleep at night to Rick and Morty, <laughs> which is a bad thing to sleep You're to. welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. It's yeah. your fault. All yep. of you. I blame all <laughs> of you. You guys are awful. I have some you're welcome. news, you guys. Ooh. Oh, is it the one you told me about earlier? This is like as good, not to overhype it or anything, but this is basically as good as Jesus coming back. We Free have tacos. Fi- we have officially <laughs> confirmed that there will be another Tenacious D movie, everybody. Yes. I had not heard that. I'm so excited. I know. Right? Katie, chairs don't move like that. Oh, my God. Control your stool, Katie. <laughs> promise me. Nice callback. Promise George. me that Dave Grohl uh, yeah. also still be involved. Yes. If he's not, I will be miffed. Yeah. That being said, it could just be like no, ha- no, no. We have to. We have to. Have everybody. It could be ninety <laughs> minutes of them like sitting there just doing little riffs and eating cheeseburgers, and I would be excited at That's this true. point. Have you That's seen true. the Masterworks DVDs? Oh okay. my god! Yeah, those are worth. I seeing. just watched those recently. Yeah. For the, um, oh my god! I can't, it's like I didn't understand half of the equation, mm-hmm. and now I do. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize it before. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Masterworks DVDs that Tenacious D put you out, you let me borrow those, right? Yeah. Thanks, Travis. Of course you did, Travis. Also, <laughs> the animated Batman Ninja movie came out in all its yes. ridiculous glory. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, it's so stupid. Story is yeah. Story isn't good, but oh my. God. It's very pretty. It's the beautiful Batman scenery you'll ever watch. It's super pretty. It looks stunning. It's dumb want, and want, really appropriate, yep. but that's fine. I want action figures for the entire line. So does it? Does it just because I'm going to ask the serious question about that movie? Is it Batman from Gotham that has to travel to it's, the it's east? It's a time travel. Okay. Oh no! Uh, Why? It's Ninja oh. Turtles three. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Actually, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Here's a half show. But the great thing is, is they build houses that form into giant houses that form into giant robots. No. So it's Ninjago. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Like I said, the story uh, itself deep cuts is with not. Ian. It is. It is beautiful. It is basically everything you want in an anime to be able to. No, see. it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's not everything you want. I'm wearing the shirt of what I want to see in an anime. <laughs> of a Batman anime? No. Well, yes, actually. Is that an alien? <laughs> yeah, it's even. Oh, speaking of villains. Mm, Shinji. Yeah. yeah. I thought about talking about him actually. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he he's a good villain. Yes, and Shinji not, not Mikami good. is absolutely an entire villain. Oh. He kills Shinji. spoilers everyone. Ooh, and and don't forget about Papa. Oh yeah, no. yeah. Ikari oh. is an absolute awful man. But just watch Evangelion; you will never be happy again. <laughs> Except for the what scenes. a wonderful review because they're awesome. <laughs> no, Evangelion's awful. Yeah. No, no, it will destroy you. No. Like you will just experience this complete desolation of your soul, and then you'll understand life. I don't know if that's true. Yes, it's totally true. <laughs> you might. I don't know if you want to live, but yeah. you know. <laughs> so since we're getting to the tail end of this, do we, we want to talk about the big topic? <gasps> What's that? 
right, so we're going to warn you now, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want spoilers, you might want to tune out for the next 10 minutes or so. But I'm not okay. I know you're not okay. I think we, I you think can, we, you can go if you don't want to hear it. No, you I'm just Gerard sad. Way. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Really, really sad. So, Infinity War, our two-week mm. spoiler ban has been lifted, so we are going to talk about... Let's talk about... Uh, Let's talk about war. For the people that are still here... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about war, baby. Let's talk about Captain Check Marvel. the show notes. If you, don't, if you don't want spoilers, check the show notes for the times where you should not listen. Yep. It's yeah. already happened. Yeah. It's a little too late. It yep. is a bit. <laughs> a little bit. I have waited so long, George. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Infinity Captain War... Captain Marvel is coming! Yes, okay, so, is. like, I know everyone was, like, crying at the end of Infinity War, but I was, like... I, I stood I, like after the cutscene. I stood up and cheered, and I was just. <laughs> oh no! And you just got all and kinds every, of And everybody looks. around me was like, "What the? <laughs> what is wrong with this I woman?" I told you that the other day, but uh, my daughter. Did yep, the same I thing. know. Because and then I was like, "That's my, I'm gonna. I'm a an adult woman in her 30s, and I did the same damn thing. <laughs> I was so excited." <laughs> oh, oh I I I would describe Infinity War as so. Loki dies, everybody. Uh, so when Loki died, I was like, I like hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't liked, I hadn't cared about Loki in a couple movies. So I was like, whatever. Or and then he ever. died. And I'm just like, oh, God, no, you have to care about Loki because Thor cares about Tom him. No, I didn't. So it's oh like, my Lord, we're going to fight now. Yep. Okay. It was basically like you seeing a really old friend and then mm. you're like, hey, how's it going? And he just sucks you in the face. I think and the then he way like, they killed Loki was super. Well, that's what ugh. that was a big part. And then he just and then your friend just like puts you in a headlock and just wails on your yeah. head for like three hours and then just walks away without any sort of context. That's how I would describe Infinity War. That's in like the friend. best way, I think. It, in a good way, I think they did a really good job establishing how incredibly threatening Thanos yeah. yes. was to be, and I was worried about that because yeah. they built him up so much, and so they immediately come out and they're like, "The Hulk can't take him. He kills Loki. We are not messing so around." This was a debate with me and my wife. Mm -hmm. I think so. In the entire movie, there's the situation with Banner can't get Hulk to come out to play. He just yeah. And I, <laughs> Katie, you brought this up several episodes ago. And mm -hmm. honestly, I think it was Hulk realized for the first time ever that there was somebody more powerful. Yeah, than he him. scared mm -hmm. the and first he time. Scared to death. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because he spent two years on this planet being in control. Mm -hmm. He gets sucked back in, and he's let go. Battle that Thanos, and Thanos just pummels him. Mm -hmm. And I say, and quickly too. Yeah. My wife's saying it's more of he's mad that Banner is in control again. I was like, no, I think I think Hulk was just scared to death to come oh, yeah. out. I think you could also like argue both of those points. Yeah, so. yeah. Somebody brought up the point, and I thought it was a really, really good idea. Is that there's an arc? Sorry, some they have said from the production end that there's a little arc of Hulk from Thor Ragnarok into Infinity War and then also into Avengers Four, and that's about the end of that mm -hmm. development. Right. And I'm really, I mean, he just need once Hulk gets out, he just needs to get beat up for a while so that he becomes madder and yeah. madder and madder yeah. and madder, and eventually maybe be able to fight Thanos. I can see it's that. It's okay. Carol's coming. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys. She's going to punch that so up in the next this, Wednesday, you guys. Does this make <laughs> Thor the last of the Asgardians then? Did, did Thanos kill off the entire ship? We still have not seen Lady Sif. We don't know what she's up to. True. And she didn't know because there were still some Valkyrie. of them alive. Or Valkyrie. Yeah. So, and they said that like, like Thor says murdered like half my people. Mm. So there's still Asgardians who are alive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they'll eventually pull a... 
pull the Straczynski run and bring Asgard to, to the Earth? plains of Oklahoma. To Oklahoma. <laughs> I love that run. That's oh, so good. Can we get so Kid Loki? That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, I want that so bad. That would. Then we can seriously. get all the young. Of, oh no, no. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. If I can't that. get my hopes up about Marvel films because <laughs> yeah. then they'll be crushed. Because like, where was my boy? Where was my Where was my Clint Barton? If if his did family you, wait, so actually disappeared, did you right see now? some edits of that? Oh, oh no, it hurt. Hold on, they didn't bring Ronan in. Huh? No, no, no. You, you got to be no. So the Russos said they purposely kept out Ant Man and Hawkeye out of the movie. Well, well no, also I, Jeremy I Renner was filming and broke both of his arms and couldn't do anything. Oh, God. Yeah. oh okay. Yeah, he was going really method. Sure, yeah. Like hey, can't work, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't some of the run up to this that they were going to bring Ronan in? Didn't like uh, entertainment? Turn, it turned out that was all phony. Yeah. Oh. No. I don't see. I don't understand how you would. There's no way you should bring in Ronan with the, with the the Clint that exists that oh, is completely cares? separate from oh, me. Well, okay. I care. No, no, no. So the Ronan the Ronan character made sense when no, they were didn't. all on the run and they were basically t- different characters. Oh, okay. You oh, know, in the that, new Avengers run by Bendis. Well, like is that the run you're you had? About? Ca- well, you had Cap was basically playing Nomad. Right. Um, you mean because they're Natasha on the run since because yeah. they're on the run since Civil War. Yeah, right. they've been on the run. They've just been hanging out with Wakanda. So if, if Clint was going to go and hang out and be completely separate from his family, yeah. so and they couldn't come for them, he would be Ronan. Right. He would not be Hawkeye. Right. And that they also said that's why Scarlet Witch lost her accent is because uh, yeah. Natasha was teaching her to be a spy. And I uh, could have used a lot more of like what Cap. Widow and Sam had been up to. Yeah, I did. I, I, I did I want like, more I, of them. I, I did want to see what was going yeah. on because they just kind of showed up and did. I'm glad things. that they didn't like spend too much time with like Mon, Proxima Midnight, so and all those guys. My like, major, we don't need those. We have a lot going guys, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my major beef with the entire movie was Scarlet Witch. There's no way it's she like, would have been in that powerful to, to be able to destroy an Infinity Stone. These things have been around since the beginning of the universe, and she has the power to destroy one. She, she's never been that powerful. She reshaped reality yeah. in the comics. Oh, in like the comics, but she, she got a major power upgrade between the last movie and this one then. I, wouldn't well, I don't, I don't think you can say that, yeah, power levels are going to be the same. No, she manifested was, her own children in the yeah, comics. Right? Like, <laughs> like, I think... I think yeah, comic-wise, I'm not surprised that she can get rid of, like, an Infinity Stone. It was a little weird to see her go from, like, what? I'm just, I was experimented on because we can't say the word mutants. Can we talk about <laughs> that? Can we, can, we, can we talk about the fact that infinity is infinite and you can't actually get more than infinity? Zing! I'm sorry, I fell asleep while you were talking. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know how I said a while ago that I liked you and I'm glad that you're on this podcast? Um, you're regretting that now, I aren't infinitely you? regret that. I'm sorry, it was just, yeah. it was right there. <laughs> no, you can't, I mean, it, they're like called the Infinity tea, Stones. You put the ball on. <laughs> okay. So what was everybody's take on so Thanos? What? I thought they did Why a really getting, good job with Thanos. He looks like he spilled soup on his face. Why is he getting more pink? <laughs> Why is he getting more pink? <laughs> I'm guessing it's how it comes across on the screen. He stayed, no. He stayed in the bath too long. Or something. Mm. I, I like I, the California raisin description, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. So I might have told this story already, but there were these... I was walking through the store, and there were these three 19-year-old guys, and they were whispering, because they were clear in the back of the store where it's really quiet. Get the button ready. And this kid, and one of the guys was so angry. He was, like, legitimately, like, arguing with two of his friends. And he was like, I don't give a what any of you say. Thanos looks like Bruce Willis. 
<laughs> After he's not wrong. He and Demi broke up. I thought it was more After. of the, the, the guy from Pawn Stars, personally. <laughs> I know I saw guy. memes of that. Yeah. That was perfect. That was awesome. I thought... Uh, I think they did a really good job with I did Thanos. Too. Honestly, I think they stripped they stripped down enough of his craziness right. that it was yeah. that and they and they focused on his relationship with Gamora, which I was happy to see because yeah. I thought that might be and oh, I was like, oh, God. they're going to keep Nebula. So, which I was like, oh, are we going to do the thing? Are we going to? We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. So, <laughs> so we're so back. You, uh, Are we, we kind of left off with you maybe talking about Nebula? Okay. Hi. Sorry okay. about that, Everybody. folks. We had a little bit of technical. Ready, ready, ready. Three, two. All right. We have, we have to stop drinking. So okay, much. everybody. If, or more. if it sounds like more. we're all drunk, yeah. that means yeah. three hours <laughs> later. It's because we had to start over. All right. Ready? From the top. One. <laughs> Go! <laughs> Can we start there? I was trying to have it. Uh, oh my god, whatever. I didn't okay. think we stopped. So we stopped where? At wait. Nebula? I think yes. we're yeah. yeah, but what did I talk about you after the, that? You, you were like, question. I'm not going to spoil the next yeah. one thing. Because so trees, everybody. Trees being alive. Oh, yes. You guys don't understand. This means that. Are we recording? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's hear about Ian's creepy With fantastic tree results, if I might. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> uh, yeah, Katie, go ahead. No, yeah, no yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. No, I, I, I didn't have an idea or anything. Doesn't cool. that make that trees movie that you all rave about even Treevenge? <gasps> I was gonna talk about Ents, but that's even better. Right? Go. Dude, no, you don't. I grew up in a family of loggers. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, you really are. I'm. Now, actually, <laughs> you really want to talk about trees being alive. Oh, God. How many of you mow your lawns? <gasps> mm. You. I make John do it. Genocidal. <laughs> Awful people. And you thought it's more like a. It's more like a haircut. I grew up on a cattle ranch. I have already yeah. done so many you dark deeds. You don't kill the right? grass blade by mowing it. You're just like trimming it back. But yeah. it feels it, man. I don't. I don't. It's worse. I don't. I don't like curse at the barber for cutting my hair. No, I do, but <laughs> it's not like he's got a lot to, work with, to work with. You also yeah. assault <laughs> nurses when they Solidarity. try to give you anesthesia, so it's That's not right. really like... <laughs> just Emily just staring daggers. So are we going to explain what happened and why this thing just oh, went off the rails? The Fisher-Price computer, I think, is the brand here. That, uh, yeah. Supplied. So yes, folks, we heavily rely on donations to keep us up and running. And if you'd yes. like to donate to us, <laughs> find us a Patreon at AU Radio. It's really For hard this to quality re- content. The recording of this uh, podcast is dangerously thin ice. And done on a slide rule, strangely enough. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody know how to use one of those? No, I don't. No. I, you just are. You don't really know. You're talking does. nonsense to me. Or I've, I've always wanted to learn how to use an abacus. Oh, Why? That one I can actually do. <laughs> yeah, I learned that no, one. They not. look fun. <laughs> Good thoughts, Travis. Good job. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> the trees are alive. We've been murdering them. Everything is awful. So yeah, in case you didn't hear that <sighs> part, because I don't think it got preserved in our little technical. No. Dic- Difficulty. <laughs> Wait, did we get all like the Ronin stuff too? Or did that I, yeah, go that away? Part, uh, oh, good. That's all gone, or it is there? No, I, I think that's still there. I guess we'll find out. You guys, <laughs> it's find true. Out. It'll Stay just tuned, be a everybody. surprise. We didn't listen back to it. <laughs> yeah, we just kept going. Yeah. So trees, right. are, trees alive. are alive. They have a pulse uh, and infrared cameras and all that, and 
tying that into Predator. Hey, that happened. Uh, and we have some birthdays this week. Well, let's hope they all have dynamite wrap up. Yes, exactly. You know what? I made Unlike sure last week. this week that all of our birthday wonderful people are still breathing. Hopefully. Hopefully. I can't verify that, obviously. But <laughs> For now. Uh, so we have Natasha Richardson, who's 55 this week. Uh, Billy Joel turns 69. Yay. Mr. Ving Rames is 59. Oh, I love him. Mm. Emilio Estevez is 56. Not so much. <laughs> Emilio. What Emilio! happened to him? Uh, nothing. <laughs> well, is, is he still acting? Uh, I, last last thing I saw him in was a Mighty Ducks movie. So, so <laughs> that was Ow. accurate. Top notch. 20 years ago? Yeah. Rosario Dawson. <laughs> he peaked. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. Turns 39. Vanessa Williams is 55. Andrew W.K. is also 39. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, have you ever seen that man perform live? No. He literally comes out on stage with a bucket of water and dunks his head into it. And then oh. that's how he begins the show. Like he's Isn't always he super, super classically trained, though. Uh, probably Isn't he just an incredible musician. Yeah, and he's I yeah. Think on I the may piano, have heard he went to like Juilliard or something. Like yeah. he's crazy classically trained. Yeah, I was right. trained like, to Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> no, like he, he should be like playing in Carnegie Hall. Is what, is what he should be doing. Classically trained musicians. He likes to party hard. Burt Macarek <laughs> turns ninety. Wow. Uh, Bruce Boxleitner is sixty-eight. That's um, an awesome Babylon Five, and our. Uh, our favorite cartoon father, Homer Simpson, would be 62 were he an actual human. Hmm. Very nice. As opposed to an animated cell. This mm. week? Yep. Doesn't that make all the Simpsons a certain age this week? Or? Well, no, it's not based on uh, when the Simpsons premiered. It's based it's on... based on his birthday in the show, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the oh. canonical birthday. Mm. So those are our oh. birthdays this week. We'd like to wish you all a wonderful, happy birthday. Happy birthday, to, peoples. Uh, God, I wonder how old the children from The Simpsons are based on their actual gets And what do they look like? They've got to be... So they're in their 30s, 40s now? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure Bart Simpson is the lead singer of Power Man 5000. Oh. <laughs> oh that makes God. sense, yeah. yeah. Next week's Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> <laughs> One last little conspiracy to throw out there. If you haven't seen it, this is in honor of Star Wars week. I'm carrying it over into the next week. Mm. Jay, I love you. Uh... The tall Luke theory. Oh, no. No. No, I refuse. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my uh, life. I've not heard about this. What's the tall Luke theory? Well, <clears throat> if you go back. You'd have to listen to next week's episode of Hey, Your Radio oh, to find out. Go back a long, long time ago. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there were Sorry, a what? short Luke and a tall Luke. Shut up. I won't. <laughs> All right. What? Is that all we're going with this? <laughs> yes, so that's it. Oh, There's was a that tall guy? What a conspiracy. Wow. Look it up. It's the yeah. hands down. You don't even understand. It's just too It's too much. If you can't get wrap to your head around tall okay. and short. So I spent 40 minutes reading this fan theory today, and I felt so much anger at these two for Seriously. posting it. You don't know. rope me in with this guy. You were the one that posted the video. No, no, I no. wasn't. No, that, that no. falls no. Uh, on my shoulders. <laughs> and I have to tell you, it's actually worse for me because I was in an area with really bad cell reception. So that video that was like six minutes that it took you guys, you know, six minutes to watch. Oh it took me probably the 40 minutes it took you investigating to actually watch the video because I got to hear it in like 30 second clips. And then I had to wait for it to load. And every time it got dumber and dumber. Oh, yeah. There was we've, the Nerdist posted like a giant page on it. And I was going through it going. What are these guys smoking, and why aren't they sharing with people? Because it was just <laughs> so obscenely stupid. 
Do you do you want to just give an actual rundown since we've talked about it so much? Okay, so you the rundown is is the the height of Luke Skywalker in A New Hope is wildly inconsistent based on camera angle and really honestly realistically looking at the theory to debunk it ahead of time. That's exactly what it is. Depending on what angle he is shot at, his height varies because of where the camera is placed and Well, Mark Hamill's like a tiny person, isn't he? He's That's average. not the appropriate term. Uh, <laughs> Tony also, defensively oh, oh. steps in. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's wild. Well, he's like okay. super, like fine bone and everything. Here's the he's thing: like a little bird creature. Here's the thing: wildly inconsistent. <laughs> what Star the, Wars? The tall, the tall Luke and the short Luke. The tall Luke is one inch taller. Two. Okay, size matters. No. Well. You're right. How you use it? Stupid. You're right. I, Dumb. I, I what I would like sure. to see is the guy who came up with this theory. Whoever initiated this, I, don't know I guarantee I he had like a protractor and compass oh, up against his TV, measuring and like. Uh, he's five nine. That's not short. Well, according to Mark Hamill <laughs> himself, he's five it. seven. <laughs> ah, ah, and hence the conspiracy. <laughs> it gets. Never mind. It just gets deeper. No, no, it doesn't. And guess what, kids? Gandalf really wasn't that tall in the movies. <gasps> and he wasn't mouth. a wizard either. Whoa. Oh. Lies. Did go there? I'm sorry. But Lord of the Rings isn't a documentary. Hey, hold on. <laughs> Have you guys... <laughs> this is weird. It's going to sound like I'm promoting a product, but I'm not. There's a homeless guy that lives around town. <laughs> Who looks Promoting just... a product? Wait for it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Color me intrigued. He looks just like Ian McKellen. Oh. It's insane. I've huh. seen him. He's, he's around the Queensgate area is the, the area that he... I don't know. So there used to be a guy who uh, drove a really... It was like a 57 Chevy to Winco every week. Mm-hmm. Had the long hair, the long beard. Looked just like Gandalf. And this guy was totally pimped out every time he'd go out in public. That's fantastic. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I know Pimp precisely Gandalf. who you're talking about. Wait, are you talking about like the white suit? And yeah. Stuff? Oh, yeah. no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he would drive to Winco in like a pimped out 57 Chevy, yep. always decked out in the nines, wore a nice hat. And yep. I was like, oh. I, I also know who you're talking about. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad because I don't. I don't either. Oh, I love these logos. Did you guys ever see the mall walking dude? The bear hunter? The one that wore the mesh tank top? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every Tri-Cities time. Tri Cities is a fun place. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you guys me and Corey about Popeye? Deemed... Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. me and Corey would call him the Bear Hunter because he would follow us around Tri Cities <laughs> no matter where we were that day. We'd be at Ted Brown Music. He would pop up behind the pianos. Are you, are you saying you and Corey are bears? I was that's say where. Bear, <laughs> okay, right. bear Hunter means something different. No, 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 no. In uh, other we, communities. No, no we, I think that's what they meant. We, we know <laughs> that we appeal to a certain demographic. There it is. We are fine with that. But he would he would pop up in the weirdest places, and we'd, we'd nicknamed him the bear the bear hunter because for like three years straight, no matter where we would pop up in the Tri Cities, there he was with his headphones, rocking out, just staring at us. Maybe he <laughs> thought yeah. you guys were following him. Probably. Probably. Stop following me in front. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, just to confirm, is he the guy that used to walk around the mall with a Nerf football? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Had a, yep. a big Walkman yep. and, and the white mesh tank top yes, sir. and the big headphones. Uh-huh. Yep. That was him. I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. Guys, you should all come to the mall. Mall has it all. <laughs> Tri Cities so, is actually Nightvale, everybody. <laughs> with we, that, we should probably start wrapping it up for the night. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Jason, thanks for uh, killing the show. Appreciate uh, <laughs> you guys having me. And saving the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be clear. Thank you. Thanks, Doing Jason. Ahead, make sure they're dead. 
Katie, I'm I remembered s- your name finally. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry, Corey. Yeah, well, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Ian, thanks for coming. It's been a privilege and an honor, <laughs> right? George, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah, mm. Don't call me those things. Okay, <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Sitting in for Corey, it's Travis. Hey, I want to want to thank Emily for the. Cool stuff she brought in. Yeah, yeah thanks, oh, Emily. Yeah. Yay, thanks. That's a secret. And with I that, definitely didn't steal this from work. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I didn't say what they were. It's, it's, it's not what I said. It's drugs. It's not, it's not what Emily said either. <laughs> then and especially that, thank you, folks. <laughs> we are out of here. Nothing can kill the grimace. listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio is a production of Adventures Underground and G-Wiz Multimedia Productions. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.